Hello, and welcome to episode 95 of So Talk to Me. No way. Yeah. 95? 95. We're here. Dang. We made it to 95 episodes. Five more weeks to 100. Yeah. What are we going to do for that? We've got tons of plans. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be lit. You'll see. Oh my goodness. No, we don't have anything planned, I actually. I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll do something, even if it's just a podcast. Y'all should have some suggestions, make some suggestions. And I know sure. we threw around the idea of like, was it when we did our 50th episode that we did the 50 live? 50 was a live, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe we'll do that again. Yeah. Dang, that was almost a year ago. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, that could be fun. Was it there... was fun no, last time. Never mind. But we'll... Yeah, we'll we'll decide what to do. But yes, if you have any suggestions, you can contact us um, <laughs> at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. Our handle is so underscore talk to me. Um, we're on Instagram. Our handle there is so talk to me podcast. And we, of course, we have the Facebook page. So talk to me podcast. Uh, now that that is out of the way. How you doing, Samantha? I'm pretty good. I forgot to even say I'm Josh. You're Samantha. Go. So how you doing? Oh, yes, yes. We are the Broccolos. Um, and this is So Talk To Me. And this is So Talk To Me. Hi. <laughs> great, great introduction. You know, always so um, structured and organized. Yes. If this is your first time listening to us, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, our podcast exists to uh, just encourage uh, good communication Uh in general, but mainly between husband and wife, um, mm-hmm. and we try to model that as best we can. We are still learning. Yep. Obviously, we are not perfect. Um, if you look a few episodes back, you we explain that and realize that very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. And <laughs> if you listen to the first few minutes of this podcast, you understand we may not be the best communicators all the time. <laughs> yeah. So how you doing? <laughs> Now that we got that out of the you way. You know, I'm I'm doing better. I was having kind Uh-oh. of a rough afternoon. Okay. Um I don't know what it what's been going on lately. I'm just I was having a lot of thoughts yeah. this afternoon. Thoughts. Um <laughs> Those are good as I often do in my mind. <laughs> um and I've just found myself lately. I always find myself in this cycle. It's like mm-hmm. I I am like quick to anger, quick to speak, very impatient. And like I just get super frustrated with myself and, you know, go to the Lord and prayer. And then it gets better for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. the cycle, it just happens. It's this, yeah, it's a cycle. It just happens over and over and over and over, and over again. So this afternoon was one of those times I was just like, I'm really impatient. I'm getting angry really easily. Why do I keep doing this? Like I was just really, really mad at myself that uh, this is a cycle for me that I can't seem to get out of. And uh, yeah, brought it to the Lord and felt a little bit better after that. But I don't know. I don't know. Do you ever like, like you have those sins that just re- are reoccurring and yeah. like it just, sometimes it makes me feel like, it just makes me mad at myself because I think that I should be further along in my sanctification. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, y- yes, yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. Um, and it's funny Why that you mentioned that. Why am I still that. struggling with this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's funny that you mentioned I was going to bring it up later, but I guess now is as good a time as any. Uh, I started reading a book or listening to a book um, by Jerry Bridges called Respectable Sins. Um, I've heard of that one, yeah. It's it's good. I mean, it's short, um, so I'm probably like halfway through it, but it's it's good. It is convicting mm. for sure. Um, and it, it talks about that, just how like... Um, I mean, the title of the book is Respectable Sins. So so it's it's basically talking about like sins that don't really seem like they're sins, gotcha. not like they're sinful. So um, like so far, he's talked about anxiety mm. and discontentment 
and worry. Discontentment is a big one. Yeah. 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 And it creeps up on you and and you kind of just. And it totally stems from pride. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also talks about, he also starts off the book by talking about how like pride is a symptom of ungodliness, which is not. Uh, which is our nature not focusing on god like not (laughs) recognizing god's sovereignty and power and goodness um and so out of that stems our own pride because then we become our own gods and yeah so then it so anyways um yes i feel you there has been lots of conviction of just like man yeah i i these things crop up from time to time and they don't seem to go away, even if it's just like low key stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we didn't make our budget this month. Uh, you know, like that kind of thing. I I don't like that. Just even if it's just like low key. Hey, I'm not trusting God that he's he is actually doing things for our good, even when I can't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, definitely feel you there. So, makes sense. I'm sure our listeners can relate as well. I'm sure there's something. I would think so. If it's not, I think we all go through this, right? Yeah. I'm just. I'm certainly not alone. Um. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I don't think you're just a unique little snowflake. Yeah. We'll I think see. if you claim that you don't go through this, then you're probably just lying to yourself. Then read respectable sins because <laughs> it'll, it'll uh. It'll it'll show you a Give thing you a or two. Give me a kick in the pants. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely done that. But it it's really. I think he does it really well because he starts off with the gospel. So he starts off saying, "Where like, else you should are, you start?" <laughs> well, I mean, like he starts off by saying, "Like you are forgiven of these sins if yeah. you you know," and lays out the gospel. So so God forgives you through Jesus of these sins. Now let's talk about these sins. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Like, that's the only way that you're going to uh, fight against these sins is through the power of the Holy Spirit. And yeah. so, like, you must be, uh, you, you have to understand that starting out. Um, and so, yes, we do look forward to the day when we no longer have to continue fighting against Definitely them. look forward to that day. Yeah. But um, but for now, it's a struggle. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's take a look at these sins. And Every let's see day. the sinfulness of these sins. Um, and what it actually means to sin hmm. and to deny God his rightful place. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I think the audiobook is all of like four hours. So it's oh, pretty okay. short. Um, but it is definitely good. Whether you fall on the, the side of, I, I tend to like things that challenge me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel, I, I think a lot of like Calvinists or Reformed leaning people do as well. Like, you know, they like the t- the types of like preaching that kind of stings a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Whereas some, whereas like other people just enjoy like more like positivity or something like that. And I, I think that this, uh, again, I think he starts the book out really well by going through the gospel first. So it is very positive. And then it's like, okay, now let's actually take a look <laughs> at, at some of these things. So, um. He hasn't hit, like, you know, when you think about, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but when I think about, like, respectable sins or sins that, like, um, particularly Americans, like, deal with and don't consider sins, I think of things like gluttony or oh, yeah. or greed or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And so far, he has not hit those. Again, I'm only halfway into the book. I'm sure he will later. Yeah. Um, but it's been it's been surprising, like, oh, no, 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 you're going for the things that I struggle with. <laughs> I mean, sure, glutton. I mean, I, I don't take care of myself the way that I should all the time. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure in certain ways I struggle with greed as well. But I just mean, like, it where I thought it's almost like, you know, in boxing where I thought he was going to try and hit me in my upper body. Instead, he goes for the stomach, <laughs> hits you in the gut. Gotcha. In so, the gut. Yeah. It's been good. So early reco, Respectable <laughs> Sins by Jerry Bridges. Okay. Well, cool, cool. That sounds like a good read. I should look that up on Check Hoopla. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. How are you? Um, or is that how you're doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> that book. <laughs> I actually have a few different things to kind of talk about as I... I did actually kind of scan back on my week and think of things like, okay, what do we want to talk about? Because as you'll see oh. later, our main topic isn't a super long main topic. We'll, we'll get to that in just a bit. <laughs> um, so I was like thinking about some of the stuff that I've been into and, and it's been, it's been an interesting week. Um, but that said, I think the first thing that I wanted to address is something that I talked about two weeks ago that I said that I couldn't talk about at that time. And I realized after recording last week's episode that I never even mentioned it because last oh. week my voice was almost gone. And yeah, so I, I was trying that. to keep it, keep it short and concise. Well, the thing is, it's still in process. And so I, I feel like it'll make more sense to talk about it later. But at the same time, I didn't want to just continue to kind of... Uh, leave it hanging when yeah. I mentioned it a couple weeks I wonder weeks ago. if our listeners even remember. Or even I care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. Well, I mean, I talk to you about it pretty often because it's come up a lot lately. Right. Anyways, so um, what it has to do, it has to do with my work. And I, I think I, I brought it up. So um, I worked at a church and basically a few weeks ago, um, the decision was made by the leadership at the church to lay off a handful of people at the church, uh, the church staff. And it was quite a bit bigger, like it affected more people than I had expected. It affected positions that I did not foresee were going to be cut. Um, that said, I was... Can you explain, can you explain a little bit though, like why... I mean, it, these cuts were made. Yeah. So going into the weeds. Um, yeah, I guess I guess if you do attend our church and you're listening to this, um, it w- it had absolutely nothing to do with the people themselves or their um, performance. Right. Um, we have and have continued to have a, a fantastic staff who does a great job um, mm-hmm. at what they are assigned to do, what they're called yeah. to do. Um, we just don't have as big of a congregation anymore that needs so many people on staff. Right, right. Yeah, so there, there were a number of reasons, but uh, yeah, kind of the biggest reason is that our church is not as big as it was when we previously had that amount of staff. Um, you know, our, our leadership at the church has changed, mm-hmm. and so their, um, their goals with our financial positions um, have changed as well. So when I say that the church is not in um, any sort of financial crisis at all, it didn't have to do with that, but it did have to do with how much of the church's finances were going to staff and programming as opposed to other things that um, the leadership believes that we ought to Put that money towards so it's a stewardship issue from a leadership perspective yeah. rather than a um rather than a oh no we're in the red right. kind of a thing we're not we're doing fine financially but um you know if you, if you look at our church um over the past few years we've cut our missions budget pretty significantly and that's something to our current leadership that is unacceptable mm-hmm. um, we need to be giving more to missions um, again, looking at it from a stewardship issue, if God gives our church X amount of money, then we need to be wise with what we do with that money. And like, we shouldn't just hoard it all, all up for ourselves and our mission here in Austin, Texas, but we ought to be giving to missions, um, globally. Yeah. So that's one of the key, um, key places. Another area <laughs> is something like our facility, um, which historically, just wasn't receiving the amount of money that's necessary to keep up with our facility. Anyways, I don't mean to to go into the details on the podcast because I'm <laughs> not sure that anyone cares, but just to, just to give a couple answers as to to why that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was saying, it did affect more people than I had expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I my hours, my work. How do I put this? My position at the church has not changed, but my role is continuing to, for lack of a better term, evolve. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still at the church. I'm still full time. Um, it, it didn't affect me financially, but as positions were cut, I am taking on different responsibilities in addition to what I 
what I have been doing right. at the church. So, um, so that's why I was saying like, yeah, this is kind of a big deal, but I couldn't really talk about it because <laughs> it was something that yeah. you know that we needed to communicate in better ways. And you um, still to our congregation. don't know what all is going to be nope. tacked onto your. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I've gotten a few extra, um, a few additional responsibilities, but no. I think, um, well, certainly in the coming weeks, it's gonna, it's gonna iron itself out. But I do have a meeting scheduled for next week that I think a lot of those things are going to be made clear to me. Um, you know, my office changed this week. I traditionally have not had an office at the church because I'm just kind of everywhere, and I, I get on the main church the computer that we have in the sanctuary. But um, now I actually have an office because of some of the additional responsibilities that were put on, that were placed on me. I need a computer with certain programs and certain access to different things. So um, anyways, that, that is changing and it's, it's exciting. Um, I'm, it's weird. I'm of too much, like it is just a total mixture of emotions Yeah. because on the one hand, I mean, the people that were cut, that were laid off um, were my friends. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they, yeah, I, I was talking to someone else um, just a few days ago of like some of the, the biggest personalities <laughs> that I worked with uh, were laid off. And mm-hmm. so that hurts. Like it, it stinks to come into work and it just, the office feels different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, it, uh, it stinks. Yeah. Um, and they were my friends. And so that it's difficult because now they're, you know, it, it's difficult for them to, to understand where God is leading them. Mm-hmm. That said, we have seen a lot of cool things in the lives of some of the people that were laid off, like just God rearranging things, you know, opening doors for them for mm-hmm. lack of a better term you know i know that's like the christian cliche right but uh, the truth in that is that god is sovereign he foresaw this happening in their lives and he's taking care of them mm-hmm. you know like i was just take, talking about anxiety and discontentment and things like that like no god actually is doing this for a reason yeah their time at our church um uh, excuse me their time on staff at our church has been fulfilled mm-hmm. like they have done what they were called to do at our church and god is going to call them to some place else mm-hmm. wh- wherever that is you know whether they're still attending our church or not yeah which I, everyone is still everyone who was laid off is still attending the church i don't think okay. anyone has left <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm not sure i'm not sure i mean you know i'm, I'm sure emotion can be emotions are high you know for the past yeah. week or two i mean i've still so seen like have, the people who I was closer to, I've still mm-hmm. seen them around. So, well, two of the people, and I'll just brag on them, not mention any names, but two of the people who were laid off are still functioning in similar roles as lay leaders. Yeah. So they're still, which is just, I mean, that is amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely, because yeah. again, emotions like, can run I high. I want to do this work. I'll just do it for free. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like I was called to do this. So whether you're going to pay me or not, like, no, this is something that I believe in and something that I think the church should continue. And yeah. like, I'll still lead, you know, in a different capacity because Sh- you're not. Shout out Karen and Megan. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to name any names, but yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. And they're, I mean, even just this weekend, we're doing a um, what we've called a serve day where we just do like local projects, you know, like helping helping people in our city yeah okay just service projects um and one of the people who were laid off is heading that up like because they were head over local missions at our church they're still doing that they're still coordinating and putting people on teams and and getting that working so i mean it's just it's awesome like god's grace is awesome because where else do you see that you know it's about it, it truly shows that it's about more than just the being paid to right do. like they they actually believe in the work that they're doing yeah which is awesome which i don't know if you understand if you're not on staff at a church or you haven't known anyone on staff at a church like sometimes because we're sinners that can get muddled you know yeah what you're paid to do and what you believe god has called you to do um it gets mixed up sometimes you know you go into work just for the paycheck um at times and that stinks. That's the wrong way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, definitely you can say that about any job, mm-hmm. right? 
that that what God has called you to do, what He's prepared you to do, um, any whether you're, it's a job in a church or whether it's not, like you have been called there by God, He has yeah. led you to that place. As long as Definitely. it's not a sinful profession, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm I I just mean particular like. I mean this in the sense that like you should, I mean, this should be obvious to someone working in a church, right? <laughs> like God has called you there. Um, but as sinners, we forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I say that as someone on staff at a church. So um, anyways, I just wanted to address that because I brought it up a couple weeks ago um, that that's something that is continuing to um, throw yeah. me curveballs. Uh, oh, I was saying, I was saying, so it's a mixture of emotions because on the one hand it's, it's sorrowful, mm-hmm. right? It's sorrowful to see my friends have, um, you know, have to go through that. On the other hand, it is exciting, especially as I see more, as more is explained to me why these decisions are made and the consequences of these decisions. So even something like I mentioned missions, we get to give more to missions work yeah. throughout the globe. Like how I, that's exciting. Which how I got cool to meet that? a couple from our church who are missionaries in Germany this Ooh, past weekend. Nice. Yeah, who are visiting. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. See, so, that's, yeah, we get to give more to their yeah. cause being over there in Germany. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's exciting. And so, so even as the couple weeks have gone by, as the days go by, like seeing what it is because the leadership and I continually say the leadership it's because our church is not led by one man, you know, like we, yes, we have a senior pastor, but we also have um, two executive pastors. So, you know, if you look at it biblically, like they're pastor elder type, we also have an elder board who Mm -hmm. are um, who the pastors on staff are accountable to. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I say the leadership of our church, I mean the pastors and And our elder board, they are all, um, you know, regardless of who, you know, came up with this idea or whatever, they are all on board that this is the direction that our church should be going in. So um, that's the reason that I say the leadership of the church, because it's more than just one person. Uh, and I love that. <laughs> Sorry, bra- bragging on my church. The way um, it should be. So, yeah, it's it's exciting to, to start to see the ways in which um, this change was made for the, because they believe that this change was, was for the best even though it hurts mm-hmm. in the, in the moment even though it hurts to see our friends go through things like this yeah um to be able to see why like mm-hmm. the long-term effects of this um yeah. and to be able to understand that is really cool yeah so and personally for you like i don't know you enjoy learning and you get to learn new things yeah and uh yeah just serve in other ways mm-hmm. yeah so that's cool and also like this this change is allowing for more lay people to rise up yep. and and within the congregation and vol- in a volunteer sense um definitely and serve the church so that's that was also one of the main ideas behind this mm-hmm. is like our congregation needs to be more involved <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the workings of the church. Exactly. Um, Our staff shouldn't be required to do everything. Right. It should be there to equip the ministry right. of the church at large, which is just, you know, whether or not you want to say what had kind of led us into that. But again, historically, we were a larger church in terms of numbers. And so we staffed for that amount. Um, and then as the church, I don't even know the, the proper word, the opposite of grew. Um, Changed. <laughs> right, right. As as we had less in terms of numbers, because we had such a large staff, like the staff just did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so um, so having to write the ship, again, it's kind of difficult in the in the you know, here and now of just like, oh man, I have to find X amount of volunteers to do this stuff. Um, in the long term, it means we are equipping people to do the work of the ministry, right. which is awesome. Um, it forces me to have to train people to do the things that I normally used to do. Mm-hmm. Like even tonight at rehearsal, because Thursday nights are our band rehearsal nights, I didn't, I was overseeing volunteers run the AV stuff at our rehearsal. I wasn't oh, actually wow, you weren't anything. even doing... That's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, one of them was paid, but still, um, uh, yeah. So I wasn't running audio. I wasn't running slides. I was running lights, but we don't necessarily need lights for rehearsal. Yeah. Like in, in the function that we do on Sunday. Um, so, but I mean, there was a good chunk of the rehearsal. I literally left the room to get my stuff in my office and was there, was away for maybe 15, 20 minutes and came back and all was fine. <laughs> um, and traditionally, working in the church for eight years, guys, traditionally, I've not been able to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's cool. It's cool to see how God has even been working this out because he's sovereign, right? He knew this was going to happen. <laughs> how like he's been putting the pieces for this together for yeah. quite a while. Um, like, like I currently have two interns at the church. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> ever awesome. since brandon has become our new head pastor like we've had a lot more interns Mm -hmm. um just in general yeah uh for the staff and i know that's one of his visions is to have a lot of interns do a lot of the work in order to train them in in church ministry and yeah so it's exciting Again, it's a mixture of different things, but uh, it is also exciting. So just wanted to let you guys in on that, that that is, and I'm sure I'll be talking about it more over the coming weeks, just as things change and things are crazy. Um, What was that meme that you saw the other day that uh, you were like, yeah, this is so true. It said oh, the one like, that I was like, this adulthood. is you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like... The one that you said was me. No, it, was, it was true, but it was me. Yeah. It was something like adulthood is... um saying to yourself that after this week things will calm down like indefinitely indefinitely yeah <laughs> that's, that's just what you continue to say to yeah yourself. yep because again this was not something clearly leadership had been considering this for quite a while um but it was not something that i had foreseen um so this was pretty jarring um to say the least uh, for me and but uh, yeah, I, I just didn't, I didn't know it was coming and it came. And so you can't plan for it. Clearly we can't plan for it because we don't even know what our responsibilities are. <laughs> so I kind of feel like I, I described it to one of my interns as I feel like I am walking on an invisible bridge. Uh, and maybe that's just because we visited the Grand Canyon you know, a month ago. <laughs> but it's like, I know there's something there in front of me and I just have to keep walking, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> so we'll just trust that. Again, because God is sovereign, it's something good. And I'm going to work, you know, towards what I want to be, you know, the best. I want to do my best in my place of employment. Yeah. Um, and so now that so y'all know all about our church. Yeah. <laughs> all the inner workings and everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, if you're ever in Austin, come visit us. Austin Oaks Church. Yay, yay. Love to have you. Plug, plug. Um. Okay, so yeah, um, we actually are going to be starting a series, so we will actually have something planned out to talk about every single week. That's so nice. Isn't that pretty cool? <laughs> pretty cool. So we, yeah, yeah, so we can do like some research. Research, yeah. Um, so our... <laughs> Our series, military. <laughs> uh, Our series is going to be on the core doctrines of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mainly, or we mainly wanted to talk about this because um, I'm sure we have, uh, well, I don't know who all listens to our podcast, but. Um, <laughs> but we love you. We love you. Um, and I'm sure not all of you are in the you know, quote unquote, reformed camp. And so I don't want to sit here and just talk about stuff that goes on in the quote unquote reformed world, you know, whatever drama is happening and whatnot, Mm -hmm. Um, which we don't always talk about that stuff. But I just wanted to make make the topics more relatable for a broader audience, Um, Mm -hmm. obviously still with um, believers in mind. but so I just thought it would, why not start off with just talking about the core doctrines, you know, just start yeah. with the basics. 
um, of the Christian faith. And so, yeah. So over the next few weeks, we'll be focusing on um, one doctrine per week. So um, one week, we'll, and I'm not sure which order we're going to go in, but um, <laughs> uh, so one week will be um, the gospel, one week will be Christ's deity, one week will be um, monotheism, um, one week will be um, uh, Christ's death and resurrection, um, and there are other things that fit into those categories um like the trinity sort of fits into christ deity and um Mm -hmm. all that stuff so just a little um i guess explanation of what these terms mean Mm -hmm. uh so christ's deity when we say deity it's referring to christ being god jesus being god right um that he is fully god and fully man. Um, and when we say, uh, or what, what else? Did I, the gospel. Um, you know, we'll explain what the gospel is, mm-hmm. um, uh, which hopefully you all know what that is, but we'll go into more depth. <laughs> well, well, I think it's, it's good to clarify, especially when you talk about the gospel, like that brings so many things to mind, like even a style of music. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> right. What is the black gospel? Uh, that's a choir. Um, no, but like it does encompass certain things. And actually, I mean, you could even say that the core doctrines are like the gospel encompasses all of the core doctrines of the yes, faith. But, true. but there are things like you have to have a, an idea when, when I say doctrine, not that you need to have a systematically thought out everything, but you have to have a doctrine, a, an idea of what sin is. Right. Right. So, so if you don't believe that there is a such thing as sin, well, that, that is foundational to the Christian faith because it's foundational to the gospel because you can't understand what Jesus did. Right which is the gospel, which is the good news. Or even why, yeah, he died in the first place. Right. Yeah. Without first understanding what sin is or at least having an idea. Like you don't have to have a full, like fully understand, but that means that like you need to know that there are wrong things that you have done. Right. (laughs) That means that you need to, you know, it's, it's universal human experience, but like, that you have guilt and shame for the wrong things that you have done, right? Um, against and your creator, we'll we'll go into all that, in the, right? I, yeah, in the week when we hit that, yeah. I just don't want to give everything away right Whoa. now. We're um, gonna be talking about sin, <laughs> so brace yourself, sucker. Um, what else did I say? Uh, monotheism, just mm-hmm. the belief that there is only one God. Yeah. Um, well, that'll be fun to unpack. Yeah. Um, Trinity, because hard to understand, because <laughs> uh, brain. Uh. Um, Christ's death and resurrection, so his mm-hmm. death on the cross, um, that he was raised three days later through the power of the Holy Spirit, um, and oh, there, oh, and grace. Uh, we okay. are saved by grace. That is another uh, foundation. So, um, or another core doctrine that it is not of any kind of works that we have done ourselves, but yeah. only by God's grace Nothing uh, but the blood through faith in Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yep, that is going to be our little series. So mm-hmm. that'll be, I guess, what, like four or five weeks? Something like that. Worth of depending on stuff. Yeah, and then we'll probably have to take a little break for our 100th, 100th episode, episode bash which yeah we still don't know what we're gonna do we'll see, we'll see i happens. have a feeling it'll probably be a live episode kind of thing maybe because we'll see we probably won't have anyone make any suggestions and we'll be like a couple weeks out and be like what are we gonna do uh let's just do a live episode let's try it out <laughs> let's see what happens right it'll be good yeah uh well i mean we'll see we'll see it'll be fun and and the last one was fun actually you know i kind of planned or thought that we would do another one before our hundred 
just because the last one was so much fun. But it uh, was. The last one was impromptu as well, so you know, yeah. it, it, it happens. We'll see. But we but. should just go ahead and like pick something. We should make that a goal. By our next episode, there you go. We will have it planned In out. In addition to organizing what our next four or five weeks will be, we will have it planned out. Dang it! Or else <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. If so, you sounds like fun. Plan it; they will come. Okay. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was that was really all that we had planned for this episode was, hey, guys, Just, check out what our next few episodes yeah, are going to exactly. be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, that's fun. Just to get you pumped and excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun talking about this. Yeah, totally. No, I, I yeah, I completely agree. And and it's I think it's always a good reminder, right? I mean, you should always be preaching the gospel to yourself. Yes. Um, but okay, let me take this in this direction. Um, because it was something that I was reminded of over this past week. It was actually in the opening to Respectable Sins. Um is it, it has to do with Paul and the way that he addressed the Corinthians in First Corinthians. Mm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you have read first Corinthians, you know that it is addressed to a very messed up church. Yep. There were things that were happening in the Corinthian church. Um, Gross. Yes. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's kind of the one that I always think of. I feel like, <laughs> again, maybe, maybe if you haven't grown up in church and you haven't heard, um, I mean, like one of the things that Paul calls out is like that they allowed someone to continue to a man to, be to a sleep member. with his mother-in-law no his, his father's yeah wife so his stepmom yeah. yeah yeah he was in a yeah sexual relationship with the stepmom Ugh. and right and and you know paul is like kick that dude out you know <laughs> or like address that sin right mm-hmm. i'm sorry i'm sorry i overstepped my boundaries um no i mean that's basically what he said he was like why are you allowing this to happen like, right yes why are you allowing it to happen yeah and amongst a number of different things, I mean, the abuse of the different uh, gifts that were given to the church. There, there's a lot of things that Paul addresses in um, in First Corinthians in his letter to the Corinthians. Yeah, knowing all of that, the opening address is like astonishing to me. So let me read this, um, just a few verses out of First Corinthians one. Okay, this is <laughs> verses four through nine. Paul says here, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hmm. It's amazing that Paul addresses this church like you are brothers and sisters, beloved by God, forgiven. Uh, He uses the word guiltless in this translation. I'm using the ESV. Um, You are not lacking any gift. Um, Like I know that you are saved Mm -hmm. and, and you are loved by God. Even before, like knowing what is to come, knowing what Paul has to address, the the issues that are going on, he starts off lovingly. Like he starts off, you are my brothers and my sisters. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and that that really kind of took me aback um, this week as as I looked at that through the book that I was reading. Because so often... Um, I feel. I mean, I guess. I guess. I, I say so often. It depends, kind of, who you follow and and, and things like that. But, um, I mean, one, we're just the world in general is pretty divisive. Yeah. Um, but especially sometimes within the Christian church, we are known as being very judgmental. Hmm. Um, and while we are certainly called to be discerning, um, there's also a sense of yeah, just judgmentalism of. You know, if someone doesn't have all of their theological ducks in a row, we'll kick them out of the, you know, out of 
our Christian clique, our, our group of people that we follow. Yeah. You know, it, people are just quick to, um, if someone doesn't word something the proper way, uh, if someone makes a slight mistake in one area, a lot of people are quick to jump on that and say, oh, well, they're, you know, a heretic or, you know, not really saved or right. apostate. Or, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's really sad because, <laughs> I mean, if you read the Bible, there's no mistaking that there are many people within that book who are incredibly messed up yeah. <laughs> and do many horrible things. Mm -hmm. yep. Yet they were also called a friend of God mm -hmm. or righteous. Or a or... man after God's own heart. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think, I think to tie that back into what we're going to be addressing, um, again, we are called to be discerning. We are called to um, study the scriptures and what it says uh, and how we ought to live. Um, but we also need to understand, yeah, that as Christians, we are going to be making mistakes um, and we ought to show our brothers and sisters grace and mm -hmm. not immediately jump on them. But we also do need to be able to defend ourselves against the wolves within the church, the yeah. tares within the wheat. We ought to be able to discern right doctrine from false doctrine. Yet, and the only way to know that is through the scriptures. Right. And understand and knowing what it is we believe. So right. looking at the core concepts of Christianity, these things that are absolutely foundational, that without them you lose the gospel. Right. Um by addressing those, I, I it's it's just it's a great place to know how to address not even necessarily people, but ideas and concepts, mm -hmm. you know, how, how to be able to know the difference between, oh, this is a disagreement that I have with someone that at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to kick anyone out of the kingdom as if I ever could <laughs> um, for, for this disagreement mm -hmm. and knowing like, no, this is a very serious error that doesn't allow this person to present the full gospel, mm -hmm. you know, that you lose the gospel. You're preaching yeah. a different gospel. If you, again, just using the, the the example that I said earlier, if you don't know what sin is, if you can't tell people that you have sinned against a holy God, then you've lost the work of Christ, mm -hmm. right? So, so something like sin is a very important thing to understand. Again, not that you need to know every single little thing about what sin is, but you have to understand that you sin against God Right. Not just, not just make bad decisions, make unhealthy decisions. Um, or make mistakes. Mm -hmm. That's well, a pet peeve is, of mine, calling sin mistake. I mean, it is a mistake. That's part of it, but it's not all of it. No, a mistake is when you're, I don't you're dancing and you accidentally make a wrong step. That's mm -hmm. a mistake. Yeah. When you're, Singing and you sing a wrong note. That's a mistake. Mm -hmm. No, when you sin, you are committing treason against a just and holy God. <laughs> yes, but there are also so. sins of omission, like sins that you don't mean to commit that you are committing, right? So there, there are still mistakes. I'm just saying a mistake is part of it, but the, the fully understanding that your sin is not just against another person or against yourself. It is against a holy God, yeah. a just and perfect God who cannot allow sin, who requires justice. There you go. Yeah. A good and perfect God who requires yeah. justice. It just bugs me because in the within the evangelical world, we tend to sugarcoat sin and... yeah not talk about repentance at all yeah so thank you brandon for talking about repentance last week <laughs> aoc <laughs> uh, th sorry that's austin oaks church not <laughs> i was not making a political uh yeah that oh yeah, what's sorry. aoc alexandria ocasio-cortez 
Oh, oh, yeah, okay. She was, was called AOC <laughs> all the time. So. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, guys, if you don't attend our church. Uh, yeah, we are Austin Oaks Church. <laughs> and we were Austin Oaks Church before she was elected to uh, <laughs> House of Representatives, right? I think the House. Yeah, let's just stop talking about her. Yeah, please. that's probably a good idea. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so anyways, the First Corinthians verse was just very encouraging to me um, to show others grace. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I I am excited to not only have uh planned out the next few weeks <laughs> um so that we can actually do some studying beforehand, but um I I do think it's very important just to have a good grasp on what is what is an essential doctrine. Again, not to not to make anyone, you know, if you if you don't like the word doctrine. All that I mean by that is like an understanding of a concept. I don't mean that we you need to have it all figured out, um, because in one sense I don't think we well, will. Well, we all have some sort of doctrinal understanding. I don't think there's anything wrong with using that word. Well, right, but it can be. But I I mean to clarify because gotcha. often that can mean often doctrine. People think that you're talking about systematic theology where everything, where there is no room for mystery. Mm. Okay. And we serve a God that we cannot fully understand. It's so good there to have will... a systematic theology, but it's not. You don't have to have it for salvation. <laughs> right, right. And right. And what I'm saying is like, you don't have to fully understand these concepts because I don't think we can oh, no. because it deals with a God who is who is bigger than our understanding. Right. Um, so what I do mean, but at the same time, so there are these two things two concepts that I just want to bring up real quick is that um, while we cannot fully understand any of these concepts <laughs> in theory, um, we ought to take very seriously the fact that God has spoken to us. So we ought to attempt to understand what he has spoken. Right. Okay. So those, those are the two like boundaries that we're playing with is on one side we fully understand God is mysterious in that he is bigger. Yeah. He is greater. He is grander than we can ever understand. And yeah. on the other he side. He is infinite. We are finite. Exactly. Yeah. And on the other side, we ought to take serious that what he has told us, we should be diligent to attempt to understand. Mm -hmm. Like not just, not just be content with a surface level understanding of what he said, but like the fact that God has communicated to us is an amazing thing. Yes. And we shouldn't take that for granted. And we ought to be very uh, joyfully zealous um, about what he has told us. And we ought to understand, we ought to attempt to understand what he has said on his terms rather than on our own. Um, so anyways, I think those are the two boundaries because when you go past those boundaries, that's when, um, that's when things get really difficult when you say, yes, we can understand everything and every little biblical concept falls into its its place and we can fully understand everything. It becomes, um, I don't know, that's usually. Yeah, if you find someone who claims that they know everything about God, just run away. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb. But on the other hand, um, it can, I've heard it said by people like, Oh well, that's just that's just mystery. All is mystery, so we don't even have to attempt to understand these things. Or you know, that's just lazy. Exactly, exactly. And we ought not to be lazy again, because God has spoken. Because God wants us to understand these things because of what He said. So um, that's what we are going to attempt to jump into, um, and hopefully that's what this podcast has always been doing. Is like, hey, with what little understanding we can have, let's try and hash this out. Um, through conversation. What, what? So Full the next circle. few weeks should be a lot of fun. Um, and the, like I said earlier, we are human. I'm sure we'll make mistakes. But you, lovely listener, uh, will always be there and you can call us out on our stuff whenever we do. Do it. Yes, by contacting us. Any of the methods that of the ways... That I mentioned earlier on the podcast. Not going to go through that again. <laughs> so, but it's in the show notes too if you want to check that out there. All right. Yeah. Any uh, recommendations, final thoughts before we sign off for the evening? For mm. our evening. Oh, that's what it was. Um, 
I want to recommend um, the White Horse Inn podcast. Mm -hmm. I probably recommended them before, but um, they have been doing a series uh, on John. They've been going through the book of John and that releases every Sunday morning, I think. Last week was, or a couple weeks ago was chapter 10 i think so they've been going through the entire book Mm -hmm. um but it's just been really good and i just really like listening to them Mm -hmm. i find that whenever i listen to that podcast that somebody says something where i'm just like "Ooh, that's good Mm -hmm. so yeah nice that's my reco what about you um so obviously respectable sins um that's gonna be a recommendation um i have a very delicate recommendation okay Ooh, what, what that mean? so <laughs> well i mean i mean that like i am going to give lots of warnings before i give this sort of like what i talked about last week how, you know like you must remember manson that was heavily like then should you recommend it? I don't know. I don't know. But if you're I'm at questioning least, it, I'm maybe at least, not. Yeah, maybe it shouldn't fall into recommendation. Maybe this is more of another thing that I was into this week. Um, but so, man, I feel like I have to preface everything. And that is a <laughs> fault of mine. Um, it is. One of the first podcasts that I, that I really got into um, was started by a band that I really like called Emery. And they do oh. a bad, they do a podcast called the Bad Christian Podcast. Yeah, we don't recommend that. Podcast. I do not recommend that podcast. Um, I think they have strayed from the well orthodoxy no, I think, for sure. Right? Yeah, I, I think they they would even say that. Um, and so there are lots of things that the podcast hosts themselves um, say that I believe are just blatantly wrong. Okay. But that said, um, they do a, a ton of episodes. And so I was looking. Th- I haven't listened to them in a long time just because of how Thank you. annoying that they get. They also use a lot of language. Yeah. Um, and they also talk about very crass things. And and they talk about sexual things as well and joke around about it. So annoying. Th- things that I find are It's childish and yeah just foolish so that's that's why that was the preface that i wanted to give is i do not recommend bad christian just in general um and if you do listen to it just be prepared it is very much a mature you know an explicit podcast okay um that said i was looking through it because i had gone through all my other podcasts and um because they put out so much content they have interviewed a number of people that i wanted to to hear their interviews um, I'm only going to bring up one of there were two in particular that really stood out to me that I listened to because I think I only listened to three, <laughs> but two of them were really good because of the pushback that they got. Mm. Um, so what actually I'll just go into both of them just because. <laughs> okay, so um, one of them was with the singer and and like primary uh, writer of King's Kaleidoscope. His name is Chad. Um, I don't I can't think of his last name. Um, and their interview with him ended up taking a direction that I did not foresee because one of the guys in Emory um, and Chad from King's Kaleidoscope both led worship teams at Mark Driscoll's church. Mm -hmm. If you're familiar with this, okay, what I'm about to say is- If you're familiar with that controversy. Right, exactly. (laughs) If you are, this may interest you and that's why I bring this up. If you're not, cool. Just you don't even have to listen to- to this episode at all i wouldn't necessarily recommend it um but their conversation went a direction where they talked about the fallout from the controversy of of the mars hill interesting church and the podcast um hosts the guys from emory were basically talking about how um you know it was kind of a catalyst to have for them to lose their faith in the institution of American church in general was that whole, that whole mess of acts of uh, Mars Hill, excuse me, not acts 29. Yes. Because 
one guy brings about the downfall of a church, it means well, that they all suck. Well, I mean, not necessarily. They would say it a different way. They would say it caused them to kind of deconstruct the things that they thought about Christianity, and so because of that, it has led them away from. Well, then the your faith version. wasn't in Christ in the first place. So, yeah, right. I don't Sorry, necessarily want to talk. Getting a little. <laughs> you, you are, and that's not what I meant to do by bringing this up. Chad's response, Ugh. I felt like, was very mature in that he was like, well, yeah, but the whole reason we're like, I don't expect people to be perfect kind of a deal where he was like, my faith was never in him. So when he messed up, yes, it sucks. Yes, it caused me and my friends to like a lot of grief, but my faith wasn't in him. And if I really believe that all this stuff is real, then I ought to be seeking like God through it all. And yes, it has caused lots of pain and, and, you know, and, and he talked about his experience, even with his friends who had gone through the same thing where he had to kind of like remind them of that. Yeah. Our belief is not in this institution. It is in God and he works through churches. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just, I was like, man, like even, even through the adult language, even through the, you know, the stuff that you may disagree with, even both of them on, I felt like he brought a very balanced perspective where the podcast hosts were very much unorthodox. Yeah. So I appreciated that episode. The the other episode that I wanted to to say, um, there's an episode with a pastor who was, um, who had a, who was, uh, who was fired from his church. Okay. So um, basically, similar to Mark Driscoll, he he became very. Um, aggressively authoritative so like um, dictatorship yes yes and he uh had an emotional affair so this episode is an interview with him his name is darren patrick um and while you can agree or disagree with where he is now in ministry currently in ministry um why is he a pastor of a church again he, yes, he is on staff as a pastor, not the lead pastor, but as mm. a one of the pastors on staff. Yeah, disagree um, with that, but okay. <laughs> right, right, and you can, and that's fine. Um, I was very um, surprised because, like, because he's on the Bad Christian Podcast, and the whole like episode is like you know a conversation with a disbarred pastor or something, a disgraced pastor or something like that. I thought they, I thought it was going to go a totally different way, and he, um, he was one of the original. I think he was the sixth member to join Acts Twenty Nine. Um, like his church grew to a huge size and whatever. Anyways. Um, the conversation was really good because he talked about um, his restoration process that he went through and the fact that his the, the fact that when he was fired from his church, um, it was because of the leadership at the church. They were like, dude, you've messed up and you are no like basically he because had they an did elder the right board. thing exactly exactly and how he acknowledges now that that was the best thing for him and even through like all of the stuff that he's had to go through even through the difficulty the that best he's thing had. for him or just the best yes. choice in general yes okay both okay both good. um but I mean, he talked you mean, could spin that two different ways okay but. well he is talking from his perspective certainly right. um but i was i was surprised at the man's humility that's what i'll say and uh, again, I just was not expecting it when I went to turn it on. I thought it was going to be, you know, because I don't fully understand. I have not fully thought through the implications of restoration of a pastor who has abused his spiritual authority. You know what I mean? So, so again, you don't have to agree with him. I just found that episode to be interesting. So whether or not you want to take those as recommendations, um, <laughs> I don't even, here, here's what I'll do. I will not put links to those in the um, description of this episode, but if you are interested, feel free to reach out and I can link you to, I mean, you can do a Google search if you want to and find it. Or you can reach out to us and I will send you links, but I'm not going to link it in our description simply because it is a very, uh, the podcast itself is is not something I would recommend. There we go. There we go. All right. Any, any final thoughts? It is getting kind of late, so we're going to have to sign off. <laughs> nope. All right. I'm well, done. I hope you guys um, have a good day or evening or morning or whatever it is. 
Go talk to your spouse. Yes, go please. have a conversation. Try and have you know talk about just some of the things that have been you've been kicking around. Have you been yeah. reading a good book? Have you been watching a good TV show? Are you, you struggling with a certain sin that maybe you need to confess to your spouse mm-hmm. or just hash out and ask for prayer and encouragement? Have you asked your spouse if there's anything that you've been doing lately that they recognize <laughs> as sinful? Because you should. It's not easy. A lot of the times it sucks. And we're preaching to the choir because we actually haven't done that for each other in a yeah. while. So <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. But you I don't do want to be a hypocrite, so we're going to do this right after we're done. All right. Sounds good. I was not, I would just say on the podcast, I was not referencing anything in particular. Okay. I wasn't. But hey, maybe there's more to talk about once these microphones are off. So we're going to turn off the microphones. Okay. Okay.